So here's a heck of a thing. When Bears for Sports let schoolwork slide, the report card shows parents what students may hide. And if that isn't the most convoluted poem you've ever heard, then welcome to Deep in Bear Country. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and hold on, I have to cover this poem again, okay? When bears for sports let schoolwork slide, so when bears let their schoolwork slide because they want to do sports, the report card shows parents what students may hide. So if your kids are letting their schoolwork slide because of the sports they're playing, don't worry. You may discover that your students are hiding their bad grades thanks to the report card, parents. Or, when bears for sports let schoolwork slide, the report card shows parents what students may hide. If you haven't guessed it, this is a weird book, and it's from a weird time. It's 2002's The Berenstain Bears Report Card Trouble. And stop me if you've heard this one. Brother bears make it bad grades. Papa bear gets mad at him. Brother Bear gets grounded, don't know what to do. It feels like we've covered this story before, and we have. I had to do my research, but it looks like we covered this over a hundred episodes ago. Back in the episodes, like back in the 60s, like 66, I think it was. It was Berenstain Bears, I think it was Trouble at School. Brother Bear got sick, he missed some school, and because of that, his grades slipped. He didn't make up the makeup work, he goofed off instead. He kept pretending to be sick, and then when he finally had to go back, he failed a test. He didn't want to tell his parents about it. His parents figured it out. He got in trouble for it. He talked to his grandparents. They explained that sometimes you make a mistake, and it's really hard to get out of it because you're embarrassed at the mistake you made. And that's what happened with Brother. He was embarrassed at his grades slipping. And so his grandparents talked him through. You know, you've know, you got to address it. You've got to come up with a plan for making your grades get better. And you can get out of that rut. You can pull yourself up. You can get. You have to ask for help. And things will get better. This book is almost like a weird reboot of that story because it's about Brother. Okay, so it's a report card day, and Brother Bear gets his report card, and he already knows it's going to be trouble. And it is. It is straight D's, except for except for in gym. It is straight D's. D's across the board. Brother Bear has a D in language arts. He has a D in math. He has a D in history. He has a D in science. And what's weird to me is that Brother Bear is a smart cub. He is. He may be slacking off in his homework, in his schoolwork, but I find it really hard to believe that he's getting D's in everything. But, you know, reserving my judgment, I do have kids. I do know that bad grades do happen. Not to name any names, but I have a certain teenager who's gotten some D's in some pretty weird subjects for a teenager. I'm not calling anyone out, just saying it's a, it's a, it's a random teenager of mine. They've gotten some pretty weird grades in some pretty random subjects. So, you know, I understand that, that Cub, but this is every single subject. I'm like, was he asleep the entire time? Like, I understand being devoted to sports, but this is some pretty hefty stuff. Plus, like, was there no interventions by the teacher? Were there no progress reports sent home? Suddenly getting these Ds? And he gets, so he gets an A in physical education, of course. But that doesn't matter. He's on the soccer team, the track team, the baseball team, and the gymnastics squad, which... 
that's unusual that he's doing all four at the same time. Didn't even know that was possible. But in any case, this leads to the greatest moment in this book. Uh, so, uh, backing up just a little bit, this book looks weird. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, I'm going to use weird as the most generous word I can find, but it is a strange looking book. This looks like a real transition between uh, the Stan and Jan years and the Mike years. Uh, the characters, the character models are really off and odd. Uh, the coloring is very strange. The cover of this book is, it's a weird variation on the previous book, the Trouble at School book, uh, with brothers showing something to Papa and standing there nervously while Mama and Sister look on. But the character models, again, are weird. Papa's got those giant angry eyes we've been seeing more and more of. But if you look at the coloring, the watercolor on it, there's there's missing spots. Like, right behind Mother's neck, Mama's neck, is, like, just sort of blank paper. Like, it, it, and near the edges of the characters, like, the, the heavy black outlines, there's, is, is missing paint. Like, it... It looks haphazardly done. This is a very strange book. The background is just this kind of weird yellow and orange wash. Uh, the lettering on the front looks is, is really, I think it's supposed to be stylized, but the word report is like at a weird angle. It's just an odd cover all around. And then the opening splash page is brother looking at his report card, but his model, his his character model is nightmarishly distorted and he, he's got like a giant right shoulder he looks to be about 30 years old his arm his left arm doesn't seem connected to anywhere his he looks giant he looks like a giant boy uh and then later on in the book he looks a lot better but man there's some weird there's some weird stuff going on here but there is a great picture that i absolutely love i love it so much i may make it my profile picture on on social media it's brother bear in a bowl of soup <laughs> Uh, he's sinking in a bowl of soup, uh, looking at his report card, and the soup is presumably alphabet soup, but the alphabet does not look like noodles. It is the letter, like, blue letter Ds. It's hard for me to describe. It's a very funny picture. I actually laughed out loud when I saw it. So whoever's doing these drawings, if this is Mike, this, you know, like, I understand it's a rough, rough transition for these books, but this is a great picture. Earns all of my respect back for this picture. So brother is making terrible, terrible grades, and sister finds out, and it's just sort of like, laughing at him. Papa gets angry when he reads it. He gets so angry that he yells. He explodes. He yells. He yells so loud that it shakes the earth. It shakes the trees. It trembles the trees, and it scares the small animals into their hidey holes, and you actually see the small animals, the squirrels and the bugs, jumping into their into their hidey holes as Papa is just rampaging around the house, screaming, this is the worst report I have ever seen. It's a disgrace and outrage to think that any son of mine... like." He's yelling, and all of a sudden, the attention to detail is great. It's like Mike just couldn't wait, or whoever just couldn't wait to draw yelling Papa Bear. Uh, brother gets grounded. He gets grounded from everything. Grounded, grounded, grounded. There's no more TV, no video games, no more movies, no more skateboarding, no more rollerblading, no more soccer, no more sports of any kind. And Mama is just like, chill it out. Chill it out. But she does that parent thing where she backs Papa up. She's like, oh, Papa's right. I guess you're just grounded. And so this is where the book begins to take a really weird turn. Okay, so the last time we covered this subject, it was about brother owning up to his mistakes, asking for help, and getting help, and working his way through those. This is a weird book about being grounded and parents not communicating with each other, I guess. Papa blows his top, flips his lid, and Mama, being a parent, backs up the other parent. She doesn't contradict him in front of the kid, which, as a parent, is very hard when you think the other parent is laying down the law a little too stiffly. 
So that's a thing that happens. And brother's depressed. He's sad. Here's where we start getting what the story seems to really be about, which is Papa wants to watch TV, but brother's coming to the room, and Mama's like, no, no TV. You say, like, nah. So Papa turns it off. And brother's, like, depressed. He's like, I can't make up my grades quickly enough. Soccer season's going to be over when my grades finally get up to snuff. And all of a sudden, the house just becomes this pit of despair because, like it says, it was as if the whole family was ground, The whole house was grounded. Like, brothers has to do a lot of work at the table, so no one can use the kitchen table. Papa wants to go to a movie, but he said no movies, so the family can't go to movies. Uh, he, brother's just having, he's having trouble. The soccer game is coming up. They're all down on brother because they think they're going to lose without him. And sister's just depressed. And she's like, I'm not grounded, but I may as well be. I've got nobody to do stuff with. Play video games, rollerblade, practice soccer, or anything. And mama's like, this is getting out of hand. So look, she's all, look, sweetie, honey, papa. I think we're as much to blame about this as brother. And here's where I get kind of weird about this. So brother's grades are low. And mama says that we should have been helping him with his homework. I... I was led to believe that nobody knew he was having trouble with this in the first place. And so that's something. Also, Brother Bear is an older elementary school student at this point. And here's where I come in as a parent, where I'm like, uh, at what point is it the kid's responsibility to do their homework well? And at what point is it the parent's responsibility to make sure the homework is done well? And it's that's something that we actually struggle with at our house right now, with our younger, with the younger, with the younger child in the house who hates doing homework, doesn't want to do homework, and sometimes, you know, sort of half does her homework. And then we're like, God, do I have to sit here every night and just make make you do your homework? Do I have to stand over you and make you do your homework? Do I have to remind you to turn your homework in? Do I have to remind you to bring your homework home? Do I have to punish you if you don't do your homework right? Do I have to deny all everyone a dessert if you don't do homework? Like, it starts getting like to be this thing, and Mama and Papa seem to come down on the side of we, it's really our fault that Brother didn't do his homework and didn't study hard enough. So we've got to help him. So they do. They actually like, do his projects for him, it seems. Like he has to put together. Here's a weird sentence that I don't understand. Uh, besides his regular homework, Brother had to make a model of the solar system. Luckily, Mama had enough fruits and vegetables on hand to do the job. And do you do that? Do you make models at school out of fruits and vegetables because she's got gra grapes and plums and radishes and i'm like i get i get I, I, I guess you can make planets out of grapes i guess or peas she's got grapes and peas and plums and that doesn't seem like like the next morning you're gonna you're gonna be like i'm off to school and you're gonna have this like shriveled like sort of fermenting thing in your hand plus papa seems to be building the the pole that it's hanging on and the the wire that the fruits and vegetables are being run. It, it looks like everyone's way. It says that just as they had the night before the whole family, they're doing his project for him at this point. So in any case, brother gets home the next day. He's gotten good grades on his stuff, enough to bring his grades up and show that he's pulling his grades up. He's working hard. And brother's like, this is great because I don't want to ever be grounded again. And everyone's all me neither. Like everyone is like all me neither. And that's kind of how the book ends. And so this is a weird, almost contradiction, almost contradiction of the previous book. In the previous book, the whole topic was that you should take responsibility for yourself when you need help. There's nothing wrong with needing help. That's what you have to overcome. 
Uh, usually the reasons we don't ask for help when we need it is because we're embarrassed by our own flaws. We're embarrassed that we let things get out of control, and we don't want to endure the humiliation of admitting that we made this mistake. Whereas the book says, this is your family, and they want to help you. People love to help, and it's so when they get asked for help, there's not, there's never any like, I mean, there may be, but there's rarely as much chiding as you think there's going to be. There's usually offers to help, and people have been like, great, you're taking the initiative, let's get this figured out. There doesn't seem to be that in this book. This one seems to be brother didn't do his work. He gets grounded and told to get to work and fix his grades. Everyone gets annoyed at the level of grounding Papa set, and rather than going, all right, let's take a look at the Let's take a look at this grounding and see if we can ease off on it a little bit while also allowing brother the time to make up his work. They're like, you're not, you know, let's, let's just do brother's homework for him so that he'll get good grades so we can go to the movies again. It's a strange, like, switch on this. Like, and now it seems to be at, even the mama goes out and says it. She's like, it's kind of our fault that brother didn't do his homework. And I'm like, really? Because in the last book, you seem to say that it was kind of brother's fault, but it's your responsibility to help when help is needed. In this book, there's no indication that help was ever needed until the grades come in. And But now you're saying it's your fault, and now everyone needs to drop everything and help Brother get his grades up so you guys can watch TV in the living room. I, I don't know. I'm missing the point here. I get it when I read it out, when I've read it to my child, and I've read this book before. It seems to be... It seems to be saying, first of all, talk to your partner about whether or not you are on the same page as far as bad grades and grounding goes like make sure that you're not just going to spout off a punishment that the other person has to be like all right i guess like i guess this is good for the family uh like so that seems to be one of the things like for parents like don't just make sure you guys agree on punishments second of all it seems to be saying like keep an eye on your kids grades whether or not you're able to to because they're not going to take the initiative and help themselves so you've got to take the initiative and help them and if their grades slip do their projects for them like that's that's what's going on in this book like they're they're doing brother's homework by the end of the book plus the illustrations aren't that great they're not terrible they're not the worst illustrations i've ever seen in a berenstain bears book but this isn't the greatest illustrations i've ever seen it's they get actually you know what's funny they get better as you go along, but they've also got some weird... You'll notice this in later books. Uh, like the kitchen cabinets in, in one of the two-page layouts, you can sort of just detect the rulers being used, the drafting implements being used to draw these lines. Because there's not a whole lot of detail, but there's a lot of straight lines and sharp corners. And you can kind of just detect, like, just lay it on the line, lay it on the line, make sure the perspective's somewhat right. There's a bit of that going on in the book. Not It's not as homey feeling. It feels the... The drawings feel a little more perfunctory. You don't get much depth in these drawings. Like even the shots of the living room, there's like tables and nightstands and stuff that are kind of flat up against the wall, almost like they're like cutouts, pictures of them that are just pasted on the on the wall. It's it's really strange. Something's just slightly off about this book. There's more blank space in each image than there seems to need to be. There's detail in places where you wouldn't expect it to be, but then less detail in other I don't know. The illustrations are whacked, and the plot isn't that clear. It's just not its not a very clear book. And like I said at the beginning, I believe this is a transitional book uh, when Mike is taking over a little bit more of the – taking the reins a little bit more. So it may, probably makes sense that this would be a book covering some familiar ground so that the, the, new, the new talent who's – new talent. He's been working on these books for years. 
can kind of get his sea legs. Uh, but it's it's a strange one. It's a strange one. It, it is available. I mean, it's available for purchase. It's available for purchase uh, digitally. So if you get it digitally, they haven't done the whole like weird like reformatting thing. It's it's you get the book, the layout, the true layout of the book, which is nice because there's a couple of spreads in here that it makes a lot more sense if you can see the whole spread. Uh, it feels like a Berenstain Bears book. It just doesn't look as much like a Berenstain Bears book. And I think that's my problem is right now it's just not a it's not one of the more visually interesting books. Not visually dynamic, and it just feels slightly unnecessary. And I can't in good conscience recommend it. Also, there's no animated series episode based on this one. It's they probably were just like, oh, why bother? We already did the other one. <laughs> it was done well enough, and there was a nightmare sequence in it. Why bother? So, um, yeah, don't feel like you need to go rush out and pick up a copy of the Berenstain Bears report card trouble. It's not worth, it's not, it's, you know, if you're a completionist, sure. Uh, but it's not one that I would be like, add it to your, add it to your shelf. There's better Mike ones out there. There's better late season. Oh, and Honey Bear's in it? She doesn't even mention my name. You see Mama holding her at one point. So, Honey Bear. And that is it for this week's book. I uh, got some big news about the live show coming up May 24th at 6 p.m. in the Twin Cities at Moon Palace Books. Tickets will be available soon online. You'll be able to reserve your spot for the show. It's going to be a good one, I think. I hope. I hope people come. Uh, we're really looking to uh, bring in a crowd and try out... Uh, Moon Palace Books, uh, their Geek Love Cafe has a wonderful performance area. It's been used for a lot of music and a lot of readings, but they're really trying to, you know, expand it out and see how it works as a just performance venue for theater pieces. So this is the this is the big one that we're we're trying out. We want to see how this goes. Uh, deep in Bear Country, one man's journey into the world of the Berenstain Bears, or whatever I'm calling it. So I'll let you guys know as soon as tickets are available online, so you can buy buy them buy the tickets uh it's a dinner show so even though it's at six o'clock you'll be able to buy dinner and eat dinner as you watch the show there's pizza there's beer there's salads there's other things wonderful food delicious food all very like like locally sourced kind of stuff so uh uh just stay tuned to this channel or go to the facebook page i'll be announcing it on facebook or find me at bstain bearcast uh, on twitter i'll announce it there as soon as tickets go on sale if you're interested and uh so keep keep uh keep ro rocking in the free 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 world i got i don't know what i was going with that keep on keeping on and keep get out my life why don't you baby just keep me hanging on i guess i don't know where i have so uh, enjoy it while you can. Enjoy the life. God, this is the worst ending. And I'll see you all next time deep in bear country. Evil. You're evil.